We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, March the 11th, 2020. On today's show, I give my full breakdown and preview as the Gamecocks head into SEC tournament play, looking to get a couple wins under their belt, looking to increase their tournament resume, obviously win the whole thing, trying to get to the NCAA tournament as they take on the winner of the Vanderbilt-Arkansas game. I'll just talk about the SEC tournament as a whole, what South Carolina faces, their side of the bracket, give my predictions for the SEC tournament in Nashville, and much, much more. Before we get into everything, this is a podcast to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. SeatGeek, the best ticket-buying app by far, the only ticket-buying app I use, and the only one I recommend. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, they've got tickets to literally anything and everything you need, whether it be South Carolina Gamecock sporting events. For example, the SEC tournament in Nashville, which, just talk, which we just talked about. SEC baseball upcoming this weekend at Founders Park. South Carolina football this fall. Concerts, comedy club events, doesn't have to be sports. Also, any professional sporting events, including NBA, NHL, NFL, doesn't matter, guys. They're going to have tickets to literally anything and everything that you can think of. They've also got a great ticket rating system, which rates the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting. Guys, so never again – do you have to scalp? Do you have to worry about, am I overpaying? Am I getting ripped off? I'll never forget when I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, I had a buddy of mine that bought two tickets to see his favorite team, the Eagles, play the Panthers, right? He buys the tickets from a scalper, gets to the, gets to the stadium, finds out the tickets are fake. They won't scan. He wasted $300. You don't have to worry about a situation like that. All the tickets are verified. And SeatGeek, not only is it just a reliable place to get your tickets, but like I said, they've got that rating system, which is going to tell you exactly what you're paying for the ticket and how it relates with other tickets in that area. So you're going to know exactly what type of deal you're getting, whether you're getting ripped off and you're overpaying, or if you're getting a steal and you should go ahead and get those tickets. Again, it makes it so simple and easy for you. It's all about the customer. And when you click the buy button, you're going to have that peace of mind so you know you're getting the absolute best bang for your buck for the event that you're going to. So, again, that's our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP, that's S-P-U-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. Let's get it. Wednesday, happy hump day. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. 
as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in on this Wednesday. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everyone's having a fantastic week. Uh, got a lot to talk about. Obviously, talking everything with the SEC tournament, breaking it down, giving my thoughts, uh, predictions for it, how South Carolina basketball will fare. Uh, got a really exciting show. Before we do get into everything else, uh, one quick housekeeping item, one quick note. If you have not done so, click the pause button. Rate the show, guys. Go leave five stars. Go leave your feedback, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever platform you're listening on. Take five seconds. Click the pause button. Leave a review, preferably five stars. But, again, if there are things you like, you don't like, you want to see more of, let me know in those reviews. It's the best way to do it, and it helps boost up the podcast so other people who may not be familiar with the Spurs Up show can find it. So, again, take five seconds. Click the pause button. Leave a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you're listening and you're not subscribed yet, I genuinely don't know what you're doing, but be sure to smash that subscribe button as well. You can also subscribe on YouTube. Great place to tune into the podcast and other content if you, for some reason, don't want to listen on an audio platform. I think we get about 100 to 150 plays per day on there, which is which is pretty damn good considering the podcast is available on all of other channels. I appreciate all the YouTube listeners. Really, really do appreciate that. And there's going to be more video content coming to YouTube, I do promise. But no matter the platform you're on, be sure to click that subscribe button because um, if you're listening to this podcast daily and you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. It's going to give you the daily notifications as well when the podcast drops. You're going to know before anybody else when that show is out. So, again, rate, subscribe. Really do appreciate you guys. Um, let's jump right into it. It's been a crazy week. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, it's It's so funny. This is kind of off topic, but that coronavirus stuff going around, man. What is up with the coronavirus stuff? I mean, the Ivy League canceling their 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 tournaments, their their basketball tournament. Um, a lot of other events kind of up in question. It's it's wild. I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. Again, this is way off topic. I know, guys, but um, it, it's it's. I think it maybe is a little bit of an overreaction, but definitely not. I mean, nothing to play with when you got something like that. Some unknown thing floating around. So I don't know, just crazy. So. Hopefully, none of the events we're all looking forward to will get canceled. Obviously, SEC tournament in Nashville going on um, with no problem, but hopefully, like March Madness, the Masters, you know, Major League Baseball, nothing, because this is one of the best times of the sports year, really. I mean, you got college baseball going. We got all our conference tournaments getting rolling. Then we're into March Madness. Then you've got the Masters. You've got spring football going, capped off by the spring game in April. Major League Baseball returns in a few weeks. It's an awesome time to be a sports fan. The spring is a great time to be a sports fan. And, again, today we are talking SEC tournament. Gamecocks find themselves as the number six overall seed in the SEC tournament. Again, just going to give my thoughts. This isn't going to be a crazy, crazy deep dive or anything because, you know, I'm obviously releasing this tournament preview uh, on Wednesday before the games are played, Vanderbilt and Arkansas Guys, I thought about waiting it out Wednesday after the game, but that game's literally probably not going to be over till like 10 or 11 o'clock maybe. And I just be honest, guys, I really didn't want to wait that late to record. So we'll kind of go as, you know, we'll kind of go as the tournament goes and update and everything like that. But again, just an overall look. South Carolina has played both Arkansas and Vanderbilt already. Um, you take a look at South Carolina's side of the bracket. And again, they, know, they are the number six overall seed. We've posted the bracket on social media. I'm sure you guys have seen it. You play the winner of the Vanderbilt-Arkansas game. South Carolina will play Thursday night, 25 minutes after the 6 o'clock game. So, again, which will probably slate it right at a, a 9 o'clock tip, 9.15, I would say. going to be pretty late. But you look at your side of the bracket. Vanderbilt and Arkansas, 
you play the winner of that game. If you win that game, you play LSU. If you win that game, you play the winner. You play either Missouri, Texas A&M, or Auburn. And then if you win that game, you're in the semi – or, excuse me, you're in the final and you're, you're facing one of those teams on the other side. I know a lot of people have talked about they like the draw for South Carolina in, these, in this bracket. And while I don't totally disagree, it's not like it's a cakewalk or anything. I mean, you – you know, I, the way I look at this tournament, you've got to win at least one game. You know, kind of going back to what I was talking about on Monday's show and sort of where you are as a program, and, you know, you're an 18-win team, 10 wins in the SEC, whatever – you know, it's going to be a really tough look, I feel like, if you go to Nashville and lose out, especially if you rematch with Vanderbilt. Like, if you if, – if Vandy beats Arkansas, you have to find a way to win that basketball game. Nobody is going to be okay with you losing to Vandy two out of three times this year. But most likely – I'm going to go ahead and predict – most likely you're playing Arkansas. You've beaten Arkansas this year. I do think Arkansas, though, is a sneaky good team. Um, I think it will be a very, very tough game. You know, we ran the poll on social media. How many games will South Carolina win in the SEC tournament? Most of you are saying one. Some of you are being bold and saying two or three or more, but most people saying one. And I just think it's so important. I mean, listen, you're not getting in the NCAA tournament unless you win the SEC tournament. There's no question. It doesn't matter what type of showing you have. If you don't win the whole thing, you're not getting in. You're just you're not a bubble team anymore. You ruin those chances with that loss to Vandy. But just for the overall, I feel like just morale, and if, if, you're, if you're Frank Martin and you want to justify that this was a good season, I, I just don't really feel like you can justify that if you go to Nashville and you're one and done. I, I, just, I just don't see that. Um, you know, realistically, I think one may be the maximum amount of games you can win in this because I think LSU is a really good team. They smacked you on your home floor. Um, you know, if you can pull the upset, you know, maybe something crazy can happen. You never know. This is, this, there's a reason they call it March Madness. So, you know, I think for South Carolina, overall for them, the biggest things that they're going to need their guys to play well. Jermaine Kuznar, Mike Coates are going to need to play well. You need a guy like A.J. Lawson to get hot. He absolutely 110% needs to play his best basketball this season. Um, I'll be just very interested to see, though, you know, with some time off, with some time to quote-unquote regroup, if you will, how does this South Carolina basketball team react? Because, again, I'm not sitting here saying Frank Martin's job's on the line if they don't win a game in the SEC tournament. I mean, I think this South Carolina team is still going to be a very sexy pick for the NIT most likely. But, man, it's, it's just going to be really hard to say that this season was good enough with what you had coming in, the talent you had. And I, I know Frank Martin wants to throw out the numbers of we're ranked this and in youth. And, hey, so it's, the, it's the South Carolina excuse, man, built in every year. Youth and injuries, youth and injuries, youth and injuries. Last three years we've been young. I don't know how you're young three years in a row, but you just are. I don't get it, but that's how it goes. But it's just going to be hard for me to sit back and say that you met expectations this year if you – had the season you had, which, again, you pulled off some good wins. You had some really nice wins, and there were some good moments. But, you know, people will remember this season more so for the loss to Vandy, the loss to Boston, the loss to Stetson. And then you lose one and done in the SEC tournament. You know, it's just going to be hard for me to sit here and say, hey, this season met expectations. You know, I think this game, again, I think this tournament is just so important 
for the perception of the way the program is trending. You know, I, I just, I, again, I, I don't know how you can realistically, and again, it's going to be a tough game because I think you're going to play Arkansas. I think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, they, they gave you, you know, a, a very, they gave you a very stern test over the season. I'm pulling up the schedule now. I didn't have this for whatever reason, didn't have the schedule pulled up. Uh, I know you beat them once. Um, let me, let me double check on that. Cause I think I might be getting Mississippi state and Arkansas confused here. Let's see, 18 and 13 overall. You went 10 and 8 in the conference. And yeah, you won at Arkansas. I remember that. It was a big win. You won at Arkansas on a Wednesday night, 79 to 77. That was the only time you played them. But Arkansas, again, one of those sneaky good teams. Not a great team. Obviously, they're the 11th seed. I mean, not a great team by any stretch, but. You know, it's just a game. I'm just very curious to see how the South Carolina team reacts and how they rebound from that tough loss at Vandy. Do we see a team that comes out with a lot of emotion and intensity and aggressiveness and, you know, and with that type of attitude? Or do we see a team feeling sorry for itself, hanging its head, saying, oh, we don't have anything to play for, we missed out on the tournament, you know, which they shouldn't. I, and I don't expect them to have that attitude by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, if, if you can win that first game, Things get interesting. I mean, obviously, you'll play the last game on Friday, and it will be against LSU. And again, LSU straight up smacked you at home. Um, the final score in that one was eight. Uh, well, eighty-six to eighty, but the score was a lot closer at the end than what this. What, how the game actually went. They were the better team. They were the dominant team that right. I remember vividly being in the building. They were the better team. You're going to have to have somebody like a like an A.J. Lawson get hot for you, like a Jair Bolden. Mike Kotsar is going to have to be the, 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 the all, you know, all-defensive-everything player he's been for you all season. But realistically, it's like, what are the expectations of this Gamecocks basketball team in the SEC tournament? I, I think winning a game, certainly. Like I, I just – like I said, I, I, I just find it hard to – Hard to believe that people are going to be okay and say that this season was a quote-unquote success if you go to the tournament and fall flat on your face and don't win a game. Like, I don't care who you're playing, whether it be Arkansas or Vandy. Like, if you go there and go one and done, it's just going to be very hard to swallow, very tough to stomach and say, hey, that was a good season. Ah, uh, we're okay. That was a decent season. It's not. Like, I, I, re I saw something on social media with some tweet and – you know, it just made a great point in the sense of, like, the tough thing right now, what's going on with Carolina basketball is that there really isn't a lot of gray area in college basketball. You're either a tournament team or you're not. And all the – honestly, all the rest of it is fluff. All the rest of it is bullshit. doesn't really matter. You're either in the tournament or you're not in the tournament. You know, and, and I mean, I guess the NIT, if you can get in that this year and win a couple games and, hell, maybe even win it all – that would serve as a nice consolation. At least you won something. But, again, that's how college basketball is. There's not gray area. You know, it's not like college football where there's all these, you know, all these bowl games that, you know, you know they're really meaningless. Let's just call it for what it is, where there's a bunch of, like, consolation prizes, right? You know, in college basketball, if you're not one of the top 20% of teams or whatever the number is, 30%, I don't know. If you're not one of those top teams, you didn't really do anything with your season. Like, there is no consolation prize. There is no – there's not like 20 tournaments to go play in that are like all little consolation prizes. It's all about getting to the tournament. 
So, and I mean, Frank Martin's a guy that I thought you heard or, you know, if you look at his comments from Monday, you know, I, I just take this as you will, but I thought a guy that really reminded me of Will Muschamp at the end of the football season where he's trying to sell his success and sell how much better things are now than when he got there and how much better they've gotten and stuff like that. And like, it's, I don't know why these coaches feel the need to do that. Like, you know, cause at the end of the day, we really don't care all that much. I mean, I, I, I can admit and acknowledge the program's in a much, much better place than it was when Frank Martin got here. There's no question, but do, do you really feel the need to force that down our throats? I mean, I, I just don't, I don't understand what the, the reasoning behind that is. So again, even if you win two or three in the tournament, SEC tournament, you're probably not, you're, you're definitely not getting to the NCAA tournament. You have to win the whole thing. But at least it would show, like, you just can't go there and not have a fight. You just can't do it. As far as, you know, my predictions for the tournament, I, I do think the Gamecocks will bounce back. I, I think you're going to see a team with a resolve with fight. This team has fought all year. I don't expect this team to go out there and lay down and, and not show up ready to play. I think Frank Martin will have the guys ready to play. I think the Gamecocks win a game. I think they win that Thursday game. I think it will be Arkansas, and I think South Carolina does overcome and wins that basketball game. I think predicting them, predicting them to win beyond one game, though, is it, it, it's a little overly optimistic. I, I really believe that. I, I just think LSU is a damn good basketball team. And like I said, they, they really – they came to your house and, and – and really took care of their business. I mean, the score says 86 to 80, but that was a double-digit game all throughout. Uh, I mean, South Carolina's lucky it wasn't a 15 or 20-point loss. So, I think expecting Carolina – and again, it's, it's, it's college basketball. Anything can happen. But I think expecting the Gamecocks do it. But again, that's what makes this tournament so much fun, and that's what makes this team – that's what makes this team so intriguing is that – playing at their best, they could beat an LSU. South Carolina could win the tournament, honestly. I mean, Kentucky's the one seed. You beat them this year. Mississippi State's the four seed. You beat them. You know, I mean, this team is crazy and unpredictable. But I think to predict that, it's a little too bold for me right now. So I got the Gamecocks winning a game, losing to LSU in the, what would that be, the Third round? Really the second? Yeah, whatever. Losing out in that round, the Friday games. I got South Carolina winning a game, losing to LSU. Um, I do think South Carolina's probably an NIT team at this point. I think they most likely are. But, again, I think picking this team to win beyond one game is a little bit of a stretch. And I think it's a little bit of wearing the garnet glasses. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see South Carolina go deep in the weekend. You know, it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun to watch that. But, uh, you know, it's just a little, little, little too bold to predict right now for me, for sure. So, uh, let's get into a couple news and notes, then we'll wrap it up. Short show today. Um, the coaches, SEC coaches name Jermaine Kuznard, SEC All-Freshman Team, and Mike Coates, our second team, All-SEC Team. AP came out as well. Neither one of those guys on those lists, which is kind of BS, especially Kuznard. Um, but very well-deserving. Jermaine Kuznar and Mike Coates are by far your, your two best players. Great for Mike Coates are the senior to be second-team All-SEC. And, again, these are going to be two guys 
you're going to need these all SEC type efforts from both of them. That you just you just do. You're going to need both these guys to play at that level. So great job for those guys. Much kudos to them. Well deserved. Again, we'll see if they can carry that over, and you know maybe it fuels them and. They've got a new fire under their belt as we go into Nashville and go into the SEC tournament. But uh, should be a lot of fun, guys. Obviously, we'll be covering all week. Stay tuned to the Spurs Up Show, thespursupshow.com, um, covering everything. Um, should be a lot of fun. So, again, I'm Chris Phillips, the Spurs Up Show. Really do appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>